the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is not a Monday. It is Tuesday. The Labor Day holiday delays our visit with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. Josh, kind enough to join us as he does typically every Monday at 1230 p.m. to talk about retirement, number one, because that's something you should never forget about no matter where you are in the workforce. But we also discuss current economic trends and issues, and you can reach out to Aptus Wealth Management for a free consultation at Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Or via the phone, 614-917-1040. Josh hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show, 4 p.m. Saturdays here on The Answer. So, Josh, the big news, I guess, is the end of the pandemic unemployment benefits. They ended a while ago in Ohio, but they end everywhere on Labor Day. So we see help wanted signs everywhere, and the pandemic unemployment benefits have been listed as part of the reason why maybe the workforce is not jump back into working. What do you think of the end of pandemic unemployment benefits as it relates to our economy and maybe as it relates long-term to retirement? You know, the hope will be that it does push back people to work. Um, you know, I know that I'm sure you've talked to people around uh, Columbus, Bruce. They say the biggest challenge uh, as a small business is finding people. That's nothing new, of course, but uh, there's certainly been a bigger challenge uh, in finding people when we had a very strong backstop of significantly elevated unemployment. Now, what that does, I think typically, Bruce, you're asking me what that's going to do to the market. Uh, I have no idea what the actual impact's going to be. I think we're, we're faced with a lot of uncertainty now. Um, we hear, you know, well, this is this uh, metric is, is looking good, but then somebody will counter that and say, well, that's actually false. That's not, you're reading between the lines, and what it really means is this. And what I see when I talk with clients, particularly as it relates to their investments and retirement planning, is it's just that a tremendous amount of uncertainty, not knowing what to believe. We can make the same argument for the data that we hear every day on COVID. Nobody really knows what's true and what's false. And when that happens uh, in a period of investing, you have either euphoria or you have illogical you know, belief that the demise is coming. But at the end of the day, it all points back to uh, what strategies can we employ to make sure that we know what our money's going to do when either one happens. So I know I kind of took a big leap there back to investments, but um, I, I think, you know, it really doesn't mean necessarily much, which 50 years ago it would have. Uh, and people are left holding the bag trying to figure out what to, to how to interpret data that they don't even know if it's true or false. So that's my biggest concern. And I think, you know, knowledge uh, and education will instill power in people or at least comfort. So my objective always is let's look at the data, but at the same time, let's look at strategies that, will perform no matter what the data says to some degree. And I know that sounds a little convoluted. It can't be perfect. But understanding what actually moves the market versus just what the media is trying to you know, use conjecture to portray uh, is much more important. Josh Pick is our guest. Aptus Wealth Management is Josh's firm. You get a free consultation and a $25 gift card for your time when you reach out 614-917-1040. 
aptuswealth.com. My insight, or I guess my expectations of the economy, are affected by anecdotal things. I traveled this past weekend on an airplane for the first time in a long time. I was surprised there was very, what I thought, modest travel for a Labor Day weekend. I drive rush hour traffic. It's not nearly what it used to be. So I wonder, are people working? Are they working remotely? Are they not working at all? And you hear all these metrics that come out, and like you said, I don't know that anything now means what it used to mean, and that's why I wonder, tried and true stuff on retirement and investing for the long term, are those things changing too as all these other things that we used to be able to discern what they meant change as well, or pretty much what's proven over time to work 15, 20 years ago, does that still work for what people are doing in terms of their retirement planning? Well, I hate to sound convoluted again, but both. And let me use some examples. If you think back, you know, 60 years ago, for example, where you lived had a dramatic impact on how successful you could be investing. For example, if you were in New York City, you had you had a huge competitive advantage over Ohio because computers weren't really a thing yet. We literally wrote down our trade tickets and threw them down a vacuum tube in a building. Um, now, obviously, that advantage isn't nearly as significant. Well, similarly, if we fast forward, Today, uh, computers are a lot more valuable even than they were 15 years ago. So the amount of data that we can compute in in an instantaneous second uh, that would have taken somebody a year to do on paper uh, is now very easy to do via via computer. So the ability to kind of find these diamonds in the rough, if you will, uh, as it relates to investing is a lot more difficult. That said, are good companies still going to perform well and drive uh, returns for their investors? Of course. Um, so some of the basic principles still very much hold true, but our ability to offset risk, manage risk, put kind of uh, bookends on the amount of money that we're willing to lose uh, and, and add more stability to our portfolio, is that is that easier today? And the answer is yes. It actually is easier today than it was 50 years ago. But the ability to you know, Warren Buffett it of uh, 50 years ago and pick the one company that no- nobody was paying attention to uh, is much more difficult. But we still have very similar tools. We're still trying to accomplish the same thing. Uh, and we're still trying to achieve that ultimate goal, which is if I told everybody we could get 8% guaranteed or 8.5%, who knows? Everybody take 8% guaranteed. So we're trying to come up with that. What's the perfect threshold for you? How much tolerance to risk? And by risk, I mean how much your investment bounces around or how much volatility is very easily manageable. So I think we can cater retirement plans and uh, we can manage expectations and we can uh, make the results more predictable now perhaps than we could 50 years ago, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's a very good thing for sure. We do Money Monday here on The Answer every Monday when it's not a holiday at 12.30 p.m. Our guest is Josh Pick. He's with Aptus Wealth Management. He hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show here on The Answers 4 p.m., Saturday, and he offers with his firm in Lewis Center a free consultation for you that will give you a $25 gift card to patronize a local business. You'll get so much more insight into how to take a purposeful approach to your retirement. It's never too early to start, never too late to start either, but the earlier you start, the better, obviously. You can reach Josh and his firm at aptus, A-P-T-U-S, wealth.com, or at 614-917-1040. The jobs report that came out last week was cited as disappointing. The labor secretary said, no, no, it's not disappointing. It's the projections that are wrong. So, I mean, I could see where that could be true. So much of the economy and what it's doing is 
perception because you get a report. It doesn't mean that the economy is going to react right away. But there are barometers out there that we keep our eye on. So do you read a lot into any particular one single metric now, Josh? Interest rates, jobs report, unemployment rate, any of that stuff? Or is it all just a tiny piece of a very complex puzzle? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a tiny piece. It's a significant piece. But at, at the same time, I think you echoed what we were talking about today. And that is, you know, the jobs report comes out and it doesn't look favorable. But then the, the labor secretary comes out and goes, no, 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 that's not true. Or we hear stories about X, Y, Z being awful. And then the other news channel uh, or person says it's really not that big of a deal. Um, so we don't really know what to, what to believe. But at the same time, if interest rates go up, does it have an impact on the market? Of course. If jobless rates go up, does it have an impact on the market? Of course. So what we try to, to determine is what are the trends, uh, not just in one category, but in many categories. So just the jobs report in and of itself has the ability to move the market in the short run, but does it have the ability to destroy the market in the long run or even you know make a, a big move upwards in the market if it's positive in the long run? Not really. Uh, there's more to it than that. But it is important to see, I think, you know, just as a as an American citizen to see where where jobs really are. We hear a lot of things from our leaders and we hear that things are getting better, but maybe they aren't. Um, and I think we're in a time period right now that although we've gotten through COVID pretty unscathed, quite frankly, um, I don't know that it's completely over yet. And we're hearing that it's completely over, but I think we still have some fallout to deal with uh, in certain sectors. Not in all of them. It doesn't mean you can't make money. It doesn't mean that people aren't doing well. But in certain areas of the economy, I think we have yet to see the total uh, repercussions of what happened during COVID. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. And one of the sites that I browse in preparation for our interview uh, had a couple of stories about unions. And as I was thinking about it, it's kind of amusing that the about the only thing that a previous administration and this administration agree on, the Donald Trump administration, they always talked about manufacturing jobs. Joe Biden talks about good-paying union jobs. Are unions making a comeback? Uh, they had a rough go of it, providing, living up to all the pensions and all the different benefits that they gave their employees through collective bargaining. But are unions making a comeback or unions less of a factor in the economy and jobs as a general uh, you know, factor than they used to be? Well, I don't know what the stats are, Bruce, but I, I would say that in, in general, the people, and I have clients all over the country, in general, uh, I'm hearing that uh, unions, particularly amongst the current administration, is in fact making a comeback. Now, my hope would be that unions are making a comeback for their original intention and not for control, leverage, and, you know, you can think about the auto manufacturers and how much damage uh, the unions had on the auto manufacturing industry. But I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, that's a union town. Sure. And, and the unions were great there, and, and most of my friends' parents worked for the unions. And quite frankly, if the union didn't exist, many of them would have been in a very difficult spot without a pension or without being forced into some sort of long-term savings, health benefits, et cetera. So I think there's value in unions. So the fact that perhaps they could be coming back could be a good thing. But uh, hopefully they don't get a little too big for their britches like we've seen, you know, with the New York subway system. Or we could come up with a bunch of different, sure. you know, uh, studies that didn't work out. So 
I don't know the answer, Bruce, but um, I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing. I think we'll just have to keep it in check. Yeah, like anything, too much of a good thing can sometimes be dangerous, and that's why you need a balanced approach to retirement. Someone who has a long-term view but also understands the short-term factors that go into it, you'll find that at Aptus Wealth Management. Lewis Center is their physical location. Their location on the web is aptuswealth.com, A-P-T-U-S. You can reach them by phone, 614-917-1040. Get that free consultation and the $25 gift card that goes along with it to patronize a local business. And get smarter on your retirement by listening to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show, Saturdays, 4 p.m. Here on The Answer, Josh Pick hosts it. And Josh, thanks for your time today. Always great to catch up with you. You as well, Bruce. Thanks. I do not follow Rachel Maddow of MSNBC on Twitter, but I could if I wanted to. Uh, Conversely, I do not follow Donald Trump on Twitter, and I could not if I wanted to because he has been banned from Twitter, supposedly because he posts misinformation. But that standard does not apply to Rachel Maddow. Uh, She and other uh, woke People out there like her colleague at MSNBC, Joy Reid, who I believe Joy Reid, day in and day out, is the most hateful person on television. Uh, Both of them took great delight in promoting a story published by Rolling Stone over the weekend about Oklahoma hospitals turning away, think of this, gunshot wound victims. Why? Because Oklahoma hospitals were overrun with stupid rural Trump voters who had overdosed on ivermectin, a horse deworming medication, as the story listed it. Well, uh, turns out that story was a complete hoax. And all it would have taken was a phone call to, I don't know, an Oklahoma hospital to find out, hey, are you really turning away gunshot wound victims because of overdoses with ivermectin? The uh, One of the main Oklahoma hospitals issued a statement that said, you know, look, we care for everybody. We don't turn anybody away. No reports. We are not overwhelmed. <laughs> Such is the desire out there on the left to promote those who believe in And by the way, one of the people who most uh, staunchly believes in ivermectin is the great Dennis Prager, who hosts the show following this show on 98.9 The Answer, and who will join this show as a guest on Thursday at 1130. Really looking forward. It will be an honor to talk to Dennis Prager about ivermectin and about other things. But the left just repeats these wildly exaggerated stories and loves to promote Uh, People who think for themselves, think independently, think a little bit outside the box uh, as crazy people. But no, uh, Rachel Maddow has not retracted her tweet, and she has not been banned from Twitter as of yet. Now, speaking of ivermectin, uh, this morning in Butler County, which is down by Cincinnati, a common pleas court judge ruled that a hospital system in Cincinnati, UC Health, cannot be forced to give ivermectin to a patient whose wife sued and wanted it to wanted him to be treated with that drug. So this is the downside of the state law that Ohio enacted 
which gives health care providers freedom to decline any service that violates their conscience. This is something that those of us who are pro-life hailed at the time that it was passed because we thought, hey, you can't force a doctor to perform an abortion. It violates his conscience. Look, I think there are some things that you'll like about that law. There are some things you will not like about that law. Uh, It does not mean that the law is bad. I always err on the side of personal freedom unless it is something that uh, does harm to another person. UC Health is saying that they do not believe in the veracity of ivermectin, that they cannot find any scientific use to use it as a COVID medication, and so they do not feel like it is within their parameters of their conscience to use it as a prescription medication or a treatment medication for COVID. So as long as they don't prosecute doctors who do prescribe it, as long as the medical profession doesn't come after them with their credentials, um, and as long as that doctor doesn't force it onto patients, uh, then I say, you know, you make your decisions, you make them clear-eyed, open-minded, and you live with the consequences. So uh, that's, I guess, a win. Some people will see that as a win. Uh, this is a definite reason why people have no trust in the media. USA Today is a major media entity. Uh, this story is how you lie with statistics. The lead reads, daily coronavirus infections are more than four times what the U.S. was seeing on Labor Day last year, or a 316% increase, according to data from Johns Hopkins Universities. And daily deaths are almost twice as high. Now, do I dispute the facts of that? No, not at all. I'm going to presume that they are correct, or they wouldn't have written it. I don't believe their uh, desire to mislead the public is so great that they would fabricate those details. But here's the thing. That finite picture of hospital admissions and of deaths confined to a solitary day on the calendar, Labor Day, presents an artificial picture of whether COVID is indeed uh, a 300% bigger problem now than it was a year ago on Labor Day. I remember a year ago on Labor Day. A year ago on Labor Day is kind of when we started to muster some optimism that we were coming out of COVID. We were heading into fall. John Husted, the lieutenant governor of the state of Ohio, had stood up, pounded the table. We were going to get to play high school sports in the fall. Yes, there were going to be mask mandates in stadiums and all those kinds of things. But we were starting to think, you know what? We weathered this period, six, five, six months of uncertainty, and we're coming out of this thing. Now, we got into December, and the numbers started to ramp up again. And that's what's going to happen with COVID, whether it's the first wave, whether it's the Delta variant, whether it's this Mu variant, this MU variant that they've now detected in 49 states, we're going to ride crests and valleys in our numbers. Personally, uh, living with it and not obsessing about it and not white knuckling it is how I'll choose to live with it. Uh, I believe it is the healthiest way, mentally and physically, to live with it. Uh, You do what you want to do. I will not tell you what to do. But that's a dishonest story from USA Today. 
Now, this story, I got to give it up to uh, a young woman by the name of Danielle White. Danielle White is starting a new business in Columbus. It'll open this weekend. It is the it is the viral selfie museum. Uh, a 2,000 square foot space on North 4th Street where you can go in and take your picture in any one of 19 themed selfie booths. What better way to make a buck in today's culture than to take advantage of people's self-absorption? Congratulations, Danielle. Nice work. I wish you well with that. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.